Welcome to Illivision. Apollo, the son of Leto and Zeus, brother to Artemis, the goddess of hunting, the god of light, prophecy, music, archery, healing. Oh, there's one missing, the god of bisexuality. Apollo certainly chased after women, as is literally evidenced in the story of Daphne, who, wishing to escape his amorous desires, was transformed into a tree, the laurel tree that we know today. Apollo was depicted as a handsome, beardless youth with long hair. He was rather more successful with other women, though not always. The list of his affairs with women is quite extensive. He reportedly was sexually involved with all nine of the muses. Mm. These are the daughters of Zeus and Mnemosyne who inspire individuals in art, literature and the sciences. The muses certainly inspired Apollo, who had at least two children with two of them. Apollo also had a child, Asclepius, the god of medicine, with a princess named Coronis though that relationship didn't end at all well. I'll cover that in another episode. Apollo wooed one of Poseidon's daughters, Evadne, had a kid with her and apparently was even active with Hecuba, you know, the queen of Troy and the wife of King Priam of the Iliad fame. The list of his relationships with females is not endless but lengthy, and he didn't only have a thing for female mortals. No, he was also into, literally, goddesses. We have heard of his involvement with the Nine Muses, but it doesn't stop there. He apparently wooed Hestia, goddess of all things homely, and even got it on with Hecate, the goddess of witchcraft, which was, to say the least, brave. I hope he treated her well. And speaking of his treatment of partners, Apollo had an equal appetite for men. Whilst the list of his male lovers is not as extensive as the list of females, to me the portrayals of his involvement with men are much more emotionally fraught than his affairs with women. In a complete reversal of the norm is an interesting story of Apollo serving a male mortal in more ways than one. It was during Apollo's exile, his punishment imposed by Zeus for the killing of the Cyclopes, that he was to serve as simple herdsman to King Admetus's livestock. It seems that it wasn't all hard work. Callicomus says that Apollo was deeply in love with the king, and Ovid states that Apollo forsook his pride as a god to stay in service to the mortal Admetus. Apollo was even reportedly a lover of Adonis. Yeah, that beautiful guy who is famous for being the metaphorical god of love. That guy who had the divine love triangle with Aphrodite, the beautiful goddess of love, and Persephone, the queen of the underworld. Yeah, that guy. Adonis was said to have acted as a man with Aphrodite and as a woman when with Apollo. Make of that what you will. But it is perhaps the following accounts of his male lovers that are the most heart-wrenching. Cyparissus was another male lover of Apollo and described as a most handsome youth. They were both deeply in love with each other. One of the gifts that Apollo gave to Cyparissus was a tame deer as a companion, perhaps to keep Cyparissus company when he was off boffing his numerous other lovers. But seriously, Cyparissus loved this deer deeply, leading it to lush green pastures, down to running streams, and even rode him. Unfortunately, 
Due to some very bad luck, the deer, tired from the midday sun, was lying on the grass in the shadow of a tree. Cyparisus accidentally shoots the deer with his arrow and kills it. As the deer lies dying, Cyparisus is utterly devastated, so much so that he wanted to die himself. Apollo tried to comfort him as best he could, but Cyparisus was inconsolable. He just couldn't get past this tragic event. His blood grew thin from incessant crying. His limbs turned green and his hair changed. Wanting for nothing but death, he is transformed into a tree, named after Cyparisus, the cypress tree. And still the cypress tree remains a symbol of mourning today. Another tragic tale, and perhaps the best known of his male lovers, is Hyacinthus. Both Hyacinthus and Apollo were deeply in love and spent a great deal of time together. According to Ovid, one day the two lovers stripped and rubbed themselves with oil and tried their skill at discus throwing. Not quite sure why you would need to do all that to throw a discus, but here it is, in black and white, by Ovid. Apollo, being a god, threw the discus so far into the air that it pierced the clouds. As it returned to Earth, Hyacinthus, eager for his turn to throw, ran towards the discus. The discus ricocheted off the ground and struck him full in the face. In another version, Hyacinthus was having an affair with another god, Zephyrus, the god of the west wind, who, being extremely jealous of Apollo and Hyacinthus, blew the discus off course and into Hyacinthus's head. Either way, Hyacinthus was fatally wounded. Apollo was beside himself with grief. He laments, Oh, Hyacinthus, I see your wound, my crime. You are my sorrow, my reproach, my hand has been your murderer. But how am I to blame? Where is my guilt, except in playing with you, in loving you? You will be with me forever, and you will be reborn as a new flower. As Apollo spoke, there was no more blood on the ground. In its place, a flower bloomed. It was named after Hyacinthus, the Hyacinth flower. In the world of gods and mortals, Apollo's bisexual love life was a roller coaster of passion, heartbreak, and transformations. It proves that even gods are not immune to the trials and tribulations of love, as are we.